so with just everything going on, it's just got me thinking a lot about like our, our government and our politics and uh, globalization, the world, economies and stuff like that. So I feel like I need to maybe think about doing some episodes about my perspective on some of these topics. I know in the past I've done some and I feel like maybe my views have changed or evolved somewhat over the past few years and just I've done a lot of reading and looking into different uh, economic, political, theoretical, theological (laughs) philosophies and stuff and I think I have more of a firm grasp of like what I think but I wanted to go ahead and and maybe go in to do some podcasts where I actually go and I research these things and I talk about some of the things I found and stuff like that and uh, I don't know I think it might be a good uh some good podcasts coming out of that maybe not I don't know but I just I don't know I feel like maybe I should start at the probably at a, a good starting point and I think maybe since things seem a little crazy right now with our political situation maybe I need to go ahead and delve into democracy a little bit and talk about what a democracy is and stuff like that I don't know because it sure doesn't seem like we're living in one politicism langism Fabulism. Nationalism. Elaborate schism. Mysticism. Colloquialism. Anti-establishmentarianism. Communism. Spiritualism. Capitalism. Atheism. Globalism. Capitalism. Masochism. Colloquialism. Barbarianism. Naturism. Langisms. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Langisms podcast, and I'm Lang, in case you didn't know or were wondering. And uh, this is a podcast where I just talk about all kinds of stuff. My thoughts, my ideas, my contemplations from just different things in life and different areas of life and uh in this episode i want to be talking about democracy since we supposedly live in one so um yeah but before we get started i'm gonna do do some announcements i know pretty pretty light topic right (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna do some announcements before we get started um You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and now it's on Buzzsprout. I am trying to work on getting it on Spotify, but um, I'm I'm having some difficulties with the the feed going there and stuff, so I need to try to figure that out because it's not really showing up. Um, So go there, subscribe to it, like it, do whatever you feel you have to do. 
Um, I appreciate anybody's support that they're willing to give to the podcast, and I appreciate anybody that's listening to the podcast, just so you know. Um, you can also go to the blog. It's langisms.blogspot.com. I always post episode links there, um, along with any links that I talk about or that I think are is per- pertaining to the podcast. I, I post those there along with the little description and usually there's a quote involved from from somebody and uh yeah check that out follow it like it share it share all this stuff with everybody it's always good to share uh share things that you find interesting or whatever so i i would appreciate that um what else oh on facebook there's a page langisms on facebook and I share posts there. I do other things there. I, I post the podcast uh, links there sometimes, the blog links. And uh, I, I would appreciate if people would follow that podcast, like it, make comments on it, um, share it with your friends. And, yeah, give me any ratings anywhere you can. I would appreciate that. Or if you have anything you would like to say about the podcast topics that I've talked about or just anything in general, feel free to drop that on there. And if, if you don't want to do that, you can always contact me at langisms at gmail.com because I have an email there that you can send me uh, send me your letters of whatever, right? I'm willing to listen to people. I like listening to people. I like talking to people. And if you want to be on the podcast, go ahead and contact me through one of those venues and uh, we'll try to set it up and talk about whatever. And uh, let's see. I think that's about it. I can't really. Oh, 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 yeah. I started another podcast with with uh, my sister, Tracy, called Disturbing Behavior. And that is on um, Spotify, Buzzsprout, iTunes and Google Play. So check that out. And maybe at the end of this podcast, I will play a clip from it or I'll just talk about it again and. Yeah, check that out. It's a new podcast. There's only one episode so far, and uh, it's about just the trials and tribulations of waking the fuck up. So if you're if you're interested in hearing uh, any of that stuff, uh, I recommend checking that out. And um, I think that's about it for the announcements. I'll come back later with some more announcements and stuff. And uh, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. What do you say? Everybody, go ahead and uh, put your tray tables up. Put on your podcast listening outer space helmets fasten in and get ready to blast off into my exploration of democracy on this podcast all right everybody democracy 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 um start off with the definition of democracy it's a system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state typically through elected elected representatives a state governed by a democracy control of an organization or group by a majority of its members and that's just one definition i'm sure there's like more uh wordy mouthy definitions out there if you want to look those up too i'm sure they're pretty similar and everything um and just uh, a note, I got a lot of my information for this episode off of the Encyclopedia Britannica website. They had a really good uh, really good read about it and stuff, and I'll post that on the blog along with any other links that I think pertain to this topic. So keep an eye out for that. Go check it out, langisms.blogspot.com. 
Um, so let's talk about a cityscape, which is a direct democracy. Um, it's a form of small democracy or democracy by assembly. So if you think of people just kind of gathering together like a commune, kind of like you think of old hippie communes, that would be a democracy by assembly. It's a group of people coming together and deciding that they're all going to participate and do this thing, you know. Um, then there's something called a representative democracy. So these are different types of democracy, democracy just so you understand. And um, that's a, a smaller democracy might be viewed as not a democracy at all. Oh, I misread that. Sorry. It's a, and a representative democracy is, is bigger than a direct democracy. And to a representative democracy, a direct democracy might not be viewed as democracy at all. Which is kind of strange, right? Because you can look through, you can look, I can like look at different <clears throat> types of democracy around the world and see that they're different, but I still understand that there's some kind of democratic process involved in what they're doing. So I'm not sure why a representative democracy thinks that way. Um, um, one, one key note for all of these things that I'm talking about, um, until recently, these democratic associations uh, were limited to the right to participate in government to only adult minorities. So it was a small group of, of people. It wasn't like what we think of modern democracy is everybody has a vote to get the representative in and vote on different topics, you know, like on, in local issues and stuff. It's it's more controlled by just a small adult minority of people. And most of the time it's been men. I will put that in there put that little tidbit in there uh, <clears throat> and everybody thinks democracy might be something new like like this is only something that's recently happened but in fact democracy can be traced back to uh, prehistoric times to hunter-gatherers that that were nomadic and stuff they all decided which way to walk which way to go where might be a good place to fish or harvest or or find any kind of food or shelter, they would all decide these things together. It wasn't just one guy. I mean, there might have been a figurehead, but they were more democratic, apparently, um, back in the times. I'm sure there's exceptions to this rule. I'm sure it's not the common theme through all prehistoric hunter-gatherer tribes. I'm sure some were more warlike and had a chieftain that caused trouble and stuff like that. <laughs> but for the most part, hunter-gatherers had a, a the probably the earliest form of democracy and it was just like we're all standing around it's like you want to go this way what do you think well, should we go that way which way should we go oh yeah well that makes sense what do you think and then they would decide um and it seems that when the hunter-gatherer nomadic lifestyle started to be replaced by setting down roots and establishing villages and stuff like that that that's when you saw kind of a down a downward drop of democracy out of the out of the picture and you started seeing people taking control of areas and um, control of people that were living there with them you know chief chieftains chiefs priests uh, whatever you want to call it whatever le tribal leader anything like that like if they were like that started getting replaced because people ended up wanting contr to control the area and stuff, which is really kind of weird when you think about it. It's like, why was that a thing? Like, 
<clears throat> we started settling and stuff because we learned agriculture, I believe, right? And it would just seem weird to, to go from this system of de democracy to all of a sudden, oh, this one guy controls everything and we have to do what he says. Like, why did that happen? And was it because of, uh, you know, people warring tribes, you know, or villages that would go and invade other people or even just nomadic tribes invading? Did, did that mean they that they had to put all their faith into one person to control their their uh, village? That's really weird how that happened that way. Huh. It says, uh, end of hunter-gatherers uh, equals the end of democracy, increase in wealth, inequality, and military power between communities. So, yeah. So um, you can you can move from the hunter gatherer era <clears throat> and into this establishing um, villages and and exiting out of the nomadic hunter gatherer lifestyle. I mean, I'm sure that was still going on. People were hunting hunting and gathering, but it was like more like they weren't moving. They decided that we're gonna stake up here. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna live here. This will be our land. Which is probably another reason that they went into that whole hierarchical structure of running running an area or a village or whatever. Hmm. And But th that ended up giving away to different social structures. Um, and you can say, enter government based on hierarchy as well as authoritarianism. So this is where like the monarchy, there are... Aristocracy, oligarchy, come into play, and that's kind of what I was just talking about. Is this system of democracy went away, and it led to pe people having more power than other people, where there was somebody at the top. And it's really interesting how, like, um, it transcribes across time. That's always been people in control quote unquote quote unquote control people trying to manipulate large groups of people to control them to do what they want to think what they want to behave how they want this has always been a thing this is nothing new as we've that as i've learned this is something that's been going on forever and it just kind of changes shape and form so that plays into this as well um and it's funny because uh, it, I was reading on the on the on the website. It said, you know, this was seemed as very neutral by those in power. Like they didn't see anything wrong with it. They were just like, no, this is normal. This is how it's supposed to be. I should be in charge, and everybody should do as I say because I know best, and I like being in charge. I like being in charge of all of you and telling you what to do, and making you give me money for taxes, land taxes, or whatever. And let's not forget they these people and slaves and stuff back then. It was pretty common for there to be slavery and stuff, stuff and debt slaves and things like that. Um, and then you can say it kind of moved from that area into Greece and Rome. And um, 
How about uh, right now we go ahead and take a commercial break, and when we come back, I'll I'll go into the in Greece and Rome thing, and we'll we'll do that, and yeah. So go ahead and get ready for some commercial messages, everybody. When we come back, we'll talk about Greece and Rome and their structures, which is basically the city-state and everything after some messages from my sponsors. So go ahead, put on your A number one consumer fanboy t-shirt, fangirl t-shirt, sit back, relax, take your mind-numbing, no-thought-making, absorbing commercialism and all other forms of propaganda medication and make sure you put on your virtual reality glasses so that you're fully submerged into this and just sit back relax and absorb these messages from my sponsors this episode of the langisms podcast is brought to you by bringing you the most biased and propaganda driven entertainment in the world that's right let us take away reality and lull you into a state of well whatever we want get angry we got that want to be afraid we have that covered or just plain need to feel worse about who you are and your life in general then our programming is for you so take up our cause today and subscribe. Telecom Giant. We take over thinking for you. Telecom Giant is a proud member of the Omega Foundation. All right. I hope you enjoyed those uh, commercial breaks from my sponsors. I know I did. And I'm going to rush out and subscribe. <clears throat> All right. So where we left off was uh, we were getting ready to talk about Greece and Rome, the Mediterranean area um, in general, and how that's kind of what we go back to when we think about the common uh, thought about democracy, right? And they had what was called city-states, which means... Um, there was Rome, there was Sparta, there was, I can't remember all of them offhand, there was a couple more, and they kind of functioned as one unit, even though they were individually separate and had their own central governments within each. And surprisingly, uh, membership was uh, limited to the upper class, males, um, all boys club, if you will. Again, that's been pretty much a theme of democracy in ancient times and stuff. And, um, yeah, that's kind of the blueprint that was given to us for democracy. And there's all different kinds of democracies or social democracy. Uh, there's, you know, different varieties of de democratic governments represented around the world. Some are, a little bit more intense, so you know, somewhere a little bit less intense. I mean, UK, Canada, uh, United States, you know, even Cuba has a democratic voting system and stuff like that. And so do a lot of like other countries around the world. I mean, 
I'm sure if you go online, there's a list, and maybe I'll put a link of a li- with a list of the different types of democratic governments around the world, or democracies around the world. <clears throat> so, I guess what I should do now is maybe talk about my thoughts on all this stuff and what we think of democracy today. Um, as far as the historical content of it it seems like to me democracy is a way to make people feel like they have somewhat control of what's going on even though for the most part throughout history even in democracies there was big gaps between the different types of people in that society in society you know and in all the different societies around the world um and it just i don't know it just seems like the more the more somebody needs control and power and wealth and stuff the more that the democracy thing isn't really what it's supposed to be to me anyway it seems like it's kind of i don't know kind of like it we're we're just made to believe that we have choices and we we have a voice and that we're in control, but we're not really. Well, at least it seems that way. Um, yeah. Uh, I have written down, is this what I believe growing up? Well, growing up, I thought that uh, everybody participated in this great system where we all had a voice and we were all able to through voting, voice our opinions about things, and that when we elected people as our representatives, that they were going to, to make sure that they took care of our best interest and our and our concerns as people. This was way before um, the term corporations or people ever came into being. And I believed it all growing up. I believed that, oh, this is this is justice. This is just. We live in a really great democracy and that we all have a voice and we all have ways of affecting change in government and in society through through this democracy. And um, I'm not sure, sir. I, I'm not so sure I believe that today. Um, it seems like our our democratic government or our government based on democracy is shifting into more of a what what the term oligarchy is which is government by the rich and wealthy and the elite and i've i've thought about this for a while and I was in, on both sides of the issue at one point. I was like, well, people want to be rich. You know, they should be rich. They shouldn't be able to stop them from doing that. It's what they're doing. And if they're successful at it, that's fine. And I'm not saying that people can't contribute to society and become great people in the eyes of everybody. But as far as influencing our government for your best interest over the interest of most people, I just I don't agree with that anymore. And it seems like that's basically what we've come to today is that we're just controlled by special interest groups that have lots of money and are able to pump all this stuff into different candidates' campaigns and make sure that their interests 
are connected with whoever gets elected. It doesn't even matter if they're Democrat or Republican or anything. As long as they're taking money from these people, it means that they're connected to them and that they're going to have to owe them down the road. I mean, people don't give money to campaigns just to support somebody, especially large contributions. They give those contributions to, you know, influence decisions made in lawmaking in order to benefit their need to keep profiting is how it seems. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that's kind of the case today or do you think that this is totally totally uh, misspoken and not quite accurate? And I know I'm I know I'm not alone on this, but I'm curious as what other people have cuz I've heard arguments about how how our country and stuff is made great by certain individuals that just tend to be these types of people. But I see a big difference in, in morals and stuff when it comes to this. I see most people having really good morals and good heads on their shoulders and, and are very welcoming and want to be part of like a bigger community and want to have a really great country and be friendly and stuff like that. And I don't feel like that's the, that applies to people that are in power and in control and have wealth and, and feel themselves above everybody. It just seems like they feel like they this is status quo. This is what it's supposed to be. This is how it is. People with wealth and stuff should be the ones that are ruling everything. And I don't really consider that a democracy. In a democracy, everybody counts. At least in the way I view it, I know in the past, in the history I've been looking at, a lot of it was basically males, once they had the age of adulthood and up, were allowed to vote. And especially in certain certain systems, if they had wealth, they were even more likely to be part of that. And if you didn't, you weren't. If you're a woman, you weren't. You know, if you're an immigrant, you weren't. You weren't allowed to participate. And I just I don't I just don't think that's a democracy. You know, I think women have a right to to vote. I think immigrants have a right to vote if they're naturalized and they're they're they become citizens. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think uh, people that were convicted of crimes, if they've served their time and repaid society, that they should be allowed to vote. And and I think this can also go to like, cause <clears throat> I've looked at like the criminal justice system and what happens to people that when they get out and they can't vote and a lot of them do have opportunities to vote. It's just that it's set up to make it so hard that unless you have money, you're never going to want to go try to go through the system to get your, your right to vote back, you know? And in some instances they have to pay, even though they've, they've done their time and everything, they, they have to pay like fees and fines and penalties and stuff to get their voting right back. And I just don't agree with that. And I know this isn't across the board. I know it's certain places over other places and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, everybody should be able to vote. <clears throat> maybe if you're doing time right now, maybe not. But maybe you should. Maybe even then you should be able to. Why should you have to give up that right? It's not like because you committed a crime that you're like, I'm not a citizen anymore. Or I'm a second-class citizen now. I mean, is that how we operate? I don't think that's a democracy at all. You know? I want to know what you guys think about this. So, 
I'll at the end of the podcast I'm, I'll do announcements again and you guys can contact me about about any of this stuff and let me know what you guys think because I'm curious to hear what you guys think you know um see other than that that's uh my my short g- gab on uh democracy and what my ideas are about it you know I, I and like y'all say it again everybody's included men and women people who've committed crime should be included immigrants to this country should be included especially if they're paying taxes anybody that's paying taxes should be included you know it makes and, and this also makes me wonder like will there ever be like a world democracy <clears throat> global democracy will that ever become a reality i mean can we ever as human as a human species ever be able to reach a a pinnacle where there's all these imaginary lines that we've drawn are gone and that we operate as a giant unit and that we all have equal voice and opinion on what's going on as a, as a global species. Well, I wonder if that will ever happen. <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of shit we need to address and we need to, we need to fix along the way to get to this point. It's not going to happen overnight. I understand that, but it just, it seems like that's the evolution of how things are headed. And that's the, in my head is the next logical step after you're, after maybe more democracies sprout up everywhere and we become more of a global community and stuff that these walls break down. We're able to form a real true global democracy. And that would be probably, I don't know, Star Trek. Right. And I, I use Star Trek a lot as examples and things because if you ever watch it, you know, besides fighting Klingons and Romulans and stuff, they were all working together for a common goal, you know? So, Anyway, that's it for uh, for this. I'll send you off to a pod. Uh, <coughs> sorry, not a podcast, a commercial break. And uh, when we come back, I'll do some announcements and that'll be the podcast. So go ahead and put on your tinfoil hats and your x-ray glasses. Get out your decoder rings and sit down, turn the lights down and get ready to have your brain bombarded by subliminal messages from my sponsors. This portion of the Langisms podcast is brought to you by Company A. Tired of thinking for yourselves? Do you just want to feel a part of something? Or do you want to be angry and hateful to others? Well, today is your lucky day. Company A is proud to bring to you Think No Think. That's right. The company that brought you Distraction and Distraction Ultra gives you everything you ever wanted or didn't want. The ability to free up your brainwaves for optimal thought manipulation. So rush out today and stock up on Think No Think. And don't forget to save your proof of purchases and become eligible to receive a year's supply of Distraction Ultra. Brought to you by... Company Company A is a proud sponsor of the Omega Foundation. Everybody, 
Hope you enjoyed that commercial break from my sponsors because they always offer the best products for you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. That was just a little bit of some of the things I've been looking at about democracy and some of the things I've been thinking about. And this is going to, you know, keep going. I'm going to keep doing things on like capitalism and and different types of uh, things like socialism, capitalism, capitalist democracy, stuff like that. We'll talk about all that on a future episode as well as our market economy and what I think about that and some of the some of the tidbits I, I, I dig up about it. All right. So if you enjoyed that podcast or you have any questions, concerns, or comments, feel free to reach out to me at langisms at gmail.com. You can also go to the blog, langisms.blogspot.com and leave a comment on the blog posting for this podcast. You can also contact me at langisms on Facebook and you can also like and follow that page. That would be great. I'd appreciate that and share, share this podcast link and everything else that I post on there. And also, if you're wondering, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Buzzsprout, iTunes, and Google Play. So the Buzzsprout thing is new. I'm working on getting it on Spotify, but I'm having trouble getting it on there for some reason. But as soon as it's available, I'll let you guys know. Um, what else? I do have a website, langstevens.net. It's still in the works, like, as always, <laughs> it seems like. And, uh, yeah, there's a new podcast I'm doing with my sister Tracy called Disturbing Behavior. I, I recommend you go check that out. It's on Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout, Pot Up, blah, sorry, Buzzsprout, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. And if you guys wanted to hear this podcast on another media outlet or another app that I don't have it on yet, you can always contact me and let me know. All right. And uh, I think that's going to do it. So I know this podcast was, was shorter than most, but that's okay. Podcasts can be whatever they are, whatever they are, are and whatever I want them to be. And I didn't feel like doing a, an hour long thing about democracy, you know? Um, but that doesn't mean the next one won't be long. Right. So, Everybody, I always say this, if you're thinking about the world and you're thinking about our failed democracy and failed democracy around the world and how things seem like they're crazy and chaotic and stuff and you just feel lost and want to give up and think there's no way out, just realize that there is. And the best thing you can do to start to move down that path to a new realization about the world and a new way of looking at the world, the one thing you can do is learn to love yourself. Because if you learn to love yourself, everything else follows, and that makes it the best place to start. All right? So I'm out of here, everybody. Take care. I love you all. Peace. Materialism. Politicism. Langism. Socialism. Fabulism. Elaborate schism. Mysticism. Colloquialism. Anti-establishmentarianism. Communism. Spiritualism. Communism.